In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1, verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness will cover the earth, and deep darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Isaiah 60, verses 1-3, through New Living Translation The day of the Lord will come like a thief, in which the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the elements will be destroyed with intense heat, and the earth and its works will be burned up. Since all these things are to be destroyed in this way, what sort of people ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be destroyed by burning and the elements will melt with intense heat. But according to his promise, we are looking for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. 2 Peter 3, verses 10-13, through 13, New American Standard Bible A 7,000-year short-term creation Getting Rid of the Godless Reality As a former science aficionado and assumed evolutionist, I've been amazed at how vigorous, vibrant, and exciting my world has become now that I can see the Lord's hand in it even more clearly. Creationism and the flood drama have changed my everyday perception of the world for the better. More than that, I'm increasingly aware of how precious our time is here on this planet, created for us by God, and designed to bring us into close personal relationship with our Creator. At the other end of the spectrum of human existence, my studies and teaching of biblical prophecy becomes much more immediate and real. Once you understand that the purpose of creation was to produce friends and companions for God, a true bride for the Lord of Lords and King of Kings, our time here on the planet becomes a rich time of preparation for that marriage. But it's not just about the coming arrival of our King. After his millennial reign, this creation will be dissolved in fire and reborn into the incomprehensibly wonderful new creation. A little over a thousand years from now, we will have an opportunity to be in the new Jerusalem with our entire family of believers in the one true God. So what is coming upon us is nearly as massive as what happened in Noah's day. You see, between creation and recreation, this planet is going to go through two massive, though limited, redesigns. As we discuss the unimaginably large changes seen in the flood, you need to be aware that a similar level of global change is coming very soon. The changes prophesied by Isaiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, John, and many of the so-called minor prophets are massive. As in the flood of Noah's day, the face of our earth will be changed radically before our King Jesus returns to reign from Jerusalem. And what does that mean for us? It means that it's an exciting time to be alive. Jesus has said he is coming back soon. He will be coming back to a radically remodeled world. We will talk about some of these changes after we 
cover creation and the flood. It is a thrilling prospect. We have the opportunity to join with Jesus in ruling and governing this cleaned and revived ecosystem with its brand new landscapes and wonderful government ruled by a loving, righteous king. Never has it been more important for us to throw off the shackles of our public education and emerge into the glorious light of the truth of what our Creator has done for us, the focus of His creation. So, what am I trying to do here? This is not a scientific proof of creationism. That battle has already been fought and the Lord won. His Bible still stands as His Word written. Jesus is still His Word incarnate. 